Welcome to another great episode of the On The Radar Podcast. This is the podcast that features music and artists coming to, through, and from the greater Northwest Ohio regions. My name is P-Pod. Coming to you live from my home studio. Uh, of course, it's not live. It's, you know, podcast. It's recorded. But you know the deal. I'm coming to you from Hot Box Studios. It's like I like to call my office. It's kind of warm up here. I'm not even going to lie to you. But... We're here to cover Toledo Music Fest. We were so fortunate to be a part of the June 30th, 2018 Toledo Music Fest. It was headlined by Helmet. It had over 30 acts of all types of music, all types of men and women that are in this scene, people who are brand new, people who have been here for decades, and everyone and anybody in between. And one of the hottest days of the year, probably, close to, you know, temperatures were close to 100 degrees outside. It was nuts. It was madness. But we were all at Civic Music Hall in Toledo, Ohio. We set the stage and invited any artists I know some of the artists have been a part of this podcast, some who are just brand new, bands that have been together for a while, bands who have not, to come and talk to us if they get a moment in between everything that's going on. I know it's a, it's always a little, little hectic during a festival, but this was a lot of fun, even though it was just hot as hell, <laughs> but we got some phenomenal episodes and a lot of great people came out on such a hot day to enjoy great music coming into the area bands left and right i was impressed by many of acts and uh also some of the acts that were featured on the on the radar podcast party room stage it was a side room it was probably actually the coolest room in the building we got really lucky on that so we first off wanted to thank innovation concerts for letting us have that opportunity and let us have a stage figuratively and literally have a stage and to share this project with everyone. And we want to thank everybody who was a part of this. We're going to kick it off with one of the youngest bands that was in the festival known as Kidstock. I'm telling you, I, I don't think any of these kids were above maybe 21 years old, 22 years old, but a lot of heart, a lot of passion, a lot of grunge came uh, from the boys in Kidstock. Hi, I'm Alec. I play guitar. I'm Jeff. I play guitar and sing. Yo, this be Tronte. I, I drum and hit stuff. I'm Julian, and I'm filling in for bass. Okay, excellent. So, uh, kind of a younger band. Uh, how long have you guys been together? Um, well, it started originally with just me and Trent here. Uh, Trente. Okay, fine. I'll call you Trente if that's what you want to be, if that's what you want to be called for yeah. some reason. Uh, We've been a band for about, not sin- even a year. yeah, not even a year. Um, but we slowly adapted members and added some, and then some had left at some points. We had a but- bassist, and then we had another bassist, and now we have our final bassist, Kevin. But he's not here; he's in Texas. Yeah, Kevin. Shout out to uh, that cutie patootie, Kevin Archambault. 
here is Murd. He's filling in for guitars because he's like a cool guy, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he's really cool. Well, right on. So, so it's basically you two are the core for right now. Right so we'll we'll, yeah. we'll we'll concentrate on you two. So not even only not only you know fresh out the gates, but what are your goals or a little bit of, of your music and what you're trying to put out there? Well, what we're trying to do right now actually is we we're playing a couple shows around the area. We're trying to play at different venues and whatnot, but we are actually also producing our full length album right now with Evanville Real from like oh god like four different bands Silver Age and everything yes. great kid yeah Silver Age Tugboat Tranquility oh my god boy plays a lot of bands yeah plays so many but um we're producing our album with him so shout out to Evan Villarreal um is that how he pronounces his last name I I have no idea okay I wasn't gonna try and attempt to do it I'm terrible with names yeah, if I'm being honest, I don't think anybody really knows how to pronounce his last name other than himself. I don't even know my own name. You're Trent. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll go with that. All right. But, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're getting our album out. Um, and we're just trying to, I don't know, make a name for ourselves and let people enjoy our music and what we have to offer. Hopefully stay for a long time. Yeah, hopefully we'll stay for a long time. What do you guys, uh, what do people say when they when they try to find you and listen to you? Uh, what do you guys, what do they remind you guys of? What do they remind us of? Well, what does other listeners remind of your music of? Like, what do they compare your music to? For those who don't know who uh, uh, Kidstock is. Um, if I have to be honest, this I This might sound like normie as crap, but like Polly yeah, Nirvana. It's so, it totally sounds normie that we're saying this and we sound like everybody else who's ever made a grunge band, but... If the closest possible comparison would be Nirvana. I've heard a comparison to the Descendants once. That's not bad. Descendants is solid. I but I think I feel like grunge music is, is kind of a lost art right now. It kind of feels like it died in the 90s and not many bands tried to uh, re-emulate that. Or they do, they could put their nice little spin on it. But it's nice to see kids going out there and doing grunge. Yeah, we essentially... It started with me and Trent, as you know, and... Um, when we started it, we ba- we built it on a basis of, like, we wanted to play what we liked. Yeah. And whoever wanted to, like, join and, like, listen to our music and enjoyed it, they were more than welcome to do so. So that's that's one of the reasons we're playing a genre that has died out after a while. But, yeah. Still something fun. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's fun for us and it's fun for other people. So that's that's what's important to us. At the end of the day, if you're not having fun, nobody else is having fun, right? Exactly, exactly. Like, if you're standing up on stage and you just look super nervous and sad and whatnot, nobody's really going to be entertained. They're just going to wonder what's going on. They're going to feel awkward watching you. Awesome. What's coming up with uh, with uh, Kidstock? Outside of the album, uh, any upcoming shows you guys want to plug? Anything uh, social media you want to plug? Um, we're planning on trying to do an open mic soon at... Um, uh, Howard's uh, yeah, trying to. we're trying to we just got to figure out a date we can do it with them after we get like full like we're trying to get music videos maybe and on like YouTube and everything like yeah basically it's just our name you search it up yeah so that's then we also have a Facebook page which is kids stock yeah. uh, it's, it's it doesn't get more simple than that you just you just spell out the k-i-d-s-t-o-c-k Basically, the background of it, if you're looking for it, is three guys on a white car. Yep. That's it. I like it. Well, good luck with everything, and I hope uh, things prosper for you kids. Thank you. That means a lot to us.
Our next guest on this episode that came to talk to us was the pop-punk hardcore band known as Scoop Miller. And they actually have a uh, debut EP coming up in just a couple of weeks away after this podcast releases. Very interesting to see such a very diverse uh, and two-genre act come together into Scoop Miller. My name is Jason Reedy, and I'm the vocalist. And I'm Nathan Nelson. I play drums. So, tell us a little bit about Scoop Miller and how this came to be. Uh, he would probably know more to this than me. I was the last member added to the band. I was asked last year. I was added last. But, all right, we got our name uh, from two of the other members. It was our gym teacher back in middle school. Oh. And, uh, his real name was Scoop Miller? Scoop Miller, yeah. It's his actual name. And I don't know. It just flowed. It sounded pop punk. So that's what we are, pop punk hardcore. So, it just flowed. So, that's, why, that's how the name came about. Uh, that's kind of the basis of it. He, uh, our bass player was telling us about how he had this gym teacher uh, who gave him a pair of shorts one time, and he still has them. He's, <laughs> he's worn them for a show before, which I think is absolutely hilarious. But, um, yeah, we are, uh, we're pop-punk hardcore. Um, we're trying to just get our name out there, trying to play a lot of shows, trying to make it. <laughs> so just really new right out of the gate, which is I love like doing things at Toledo Music Fest. You see so many acts and kind of get a feel of not only the scene you're in, especially if you're newer in there, but kind of just get the lay of the lane and see where you can go and who you can collaborate and things like that. Who has kind of really impressed you so far tonight? Definitely Castle No Kings. They're good friends of ours. Uh, we played a couple of shows with them. We played their first show. Our first show was with, it was their headlining show. I think it was their, one of their first headlining shows was our first show last year. And uh, they've been good friends to us ever since. So yeah, they're they're one of our big, they're one of our great friends in the scene. I love watching all the artists out here. Uh, there's a lot of great bands out here. So when we were told kind of last minute that we were put on this, we were we were absolutely excited to do it. We put together a heck of a set to go through and do. Um, Castle No Kings, like you said, they're good friends of ours. Um, I love the dude tonight, Cream Militia. Um, even some of the guys from Tropic Bomb stopped me, said they were gonna come by and check us out. Yes, and it's also you—you gained such a, so much of a following so easy, uh, like so soon out of the gate, which is always good. Um, what are you talking? What are you looking forward to in the next few months? Uh, you're working on an album. You're going on, you know, a couple more shows. What, what's what's on the the horizon for Scoop Miller? Um, well, August third, uh, we have our headlining show. That's our EP release show. Um, it'll, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we got a lot of our friends on that. It's kind of a diverse show uh, with different genres all coming together in one. Um, and then we have a few more shows, and we're we're in the process of starting to work on an album. So definitely, like you said, we have the EP release show August third. Uh, it's the first headlining, first official headlining show. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we expect like around this time next year to have our first full length album out. Like we're we're trying to get the the ball rolling. We want to we want to make it in the scene. I know it's very hard. But it takes a lot of effort, but that's our goal. That's our end goal is to make it come out of this small little town out here in Northwest Ohio and make it big. I, absolutely. And honestly, by the sounds of it, you've got a good following. And where did you record the, uh, the EP at? Um, we recorded at Yeti Studios uh, in Sylvania. Uh, he is moving to Michigan, so that's where it will be located. Right on. So uh, anything else you guys want to add? Uh, we want to get in touch with you. How do we do so? Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, just type in Scoop Miller. It's an ice cream cone with a light blue background. Um, and then our Instagram, I believe, is Scoop Miller Official. Uh, so we're on Instagram. Uh, go ahead and check us out. Give us a like and reach out to us if you need anything. Anything else you guys want to add? 
Oh, definitely just keep an eye out for the EP coming out. It'll be on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. We'll have it on everything once it comes out. It's always interesting to me knowing how certain musicians tick and how certain musicians come up with some of the music they make and the ideas behind them. And Heroes Revival, one of the first bands actually came to talk to us, but of course third in this episode of the On The Radar podcast featuring Toledo Music Fest 2018 bands uh, that had came and talked to us and performed on that hot day on June 30th. Heroes Revival, a lot of their songs featured the topic of, well, heroes, whether it's fictional, whether it's uh, made up, whether it's personal. Heroes Revival, very interesting idea for a band. We're Heroes Revival, like you said. We have, a, I think, a half-hour set that we'll be playing. Uh, all of our music is based off of heroes that have inspired us throughout the years, whether they're video game characters or characters that we made up ourselves, and then we just make some awesome music to play and enjoy and I think it's pretty solid. Like what? So like personal heroes and like made up heroes and like superheroes. Can you name some of them? Oh uh, yeah, one one to name is Samus Aran from the Metroid series from the video games. Um, we uh, we definitely we don't have a name for the heroes that we we created ourselves, but uh, we just tell like a little story with our songs about those particular heroes. And, and I plan on writing a song about Spider Man, one of my favorite heroes. <laughs> right on, I love it. Yeah. Who's on some of the other members uh, with you uh, sitting today? Uh, my name is Brandon. I play guitar and I do vocals. Uh, Anthony, I play the drums. My name is Jim. I play the bass and sing too. Awesome, man. So, uh, the type of music you guys uh, play? It's rockish, uh, yeah, everything? Mostly rock music. Um, we, we do have a couple funk songs that we, we play just for fun. Uh, but yeah, I would say that we border on the more of a rock style. Awesome. What do you guys like about playing in this area? I, I know, like, the Midwest tends to be, like, kind of a black hole, and this is why we do this, and this is why we put on shows like this, and we try our hardest to get anybody and anyone uh, into town to do this. But what makes our town stand out from some of the other places? So the fans in Toledo, we have an awesome music scene. We have one of the best music scenes I've personally seen. We have people that come out to local shows. We have people that come out for national acts. I've seen local shows sell out two weeks before the show even happens and it's just amazing the support that you get from all the different fans in the area anybody else want to touch upon that yeah i think also toledo is a very critical city too i mean like taco bell for instance that whenever they try something new they always bring it to toledo first because people are like yes or no instantly whenever it comes to something so like i think our people love music they uh, they support it very dearly, and uh, I mean it's just so awesome being in a band and playing in this city. And then you call out to some of your friends that you grew up with, or you haven't maybe even seen in years, and they come right out and buy tickets from you, or or hey, we're gonna be there no matter what. I mean, just that support that we get from just local Toledo natives is pretty awesome. I love it. I love it. What's up? Uh, what's coming up with you guys uh, outside? The, you know, the show is right here. Um, you guys got an album in the works. You have something out in uh, in the streaming services. What's going on? Yeah, we'll be recording our first album in October with uh, Lake Bottom Recording House, uh, JC over there. So look for that. Um, you can go and check us out at Heroes Revival uh, at bandcamp.com. And then, of course, please, we always urge anybody to come to our Facebook page and give us a like. Um, we've, we've got 243 organic likes on that Facebook page. Hell yeah. 
and we're gonna keep working at it until we can get some more. So Facebook's a bitch sometimes, isn't it's so, it? It's, 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 it's fun though. It's fun. The next guest on this episode to feature, you know them very well. It's the quartet out of Bowling Green, Ohio. We had them on the podcast just a few episodes back. It's the American Spirits, and they hit us up and followed up on some of the things that we briefly talked about in their episode, which is available now wherever you get your podcast at. Since we talked, we've uh, we plan on recording a new EP. Uh, that's five more songs, and we're going to roll those out like singles, and uh, eventually we're going to roll that out into a collection. You can buy just like the last EP. Um, some of the songs are going to be songs you've already heard, uh, if you heard us live, and some of them might be new songs you've never heard. Uh, one of them is going to be uh, Don't Speak, which was featured on uh, the first podcast with you guys. Yes, yes, yes. And that's an exclusive that you can buy off of there. I found out you can buy their first EP on Bandcamp, and that is a secret track. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that and Chocolate Donuts, which is another track that it's not, not possible to hear unless uh, <laughs> unless you're listening to it on that recording, because we don't even play it live anymore. So, so there you go. So you, that's why it, it pays to listen in, or rather just subscribe. We also plan on doing three more music videos to finish off the EP. Every single song is going to have a music video in the EP. So we are two for five right now. And that's all going to happen in the next half year and who knows and how long. It's trilogy. Yeah. Whatever five in a trilogy means. <laughs> uh, all tie together, so, you know, make a whole saga. story. Yeah. It's a saga. saga. The, Amer- the American Spirit saga. Focella uh, 2, we talked about it briefly when you guys uh, first were on. How'd that go? Uh, how'd that come about? So, Focella uh, 1 was something we threw together in three days, and this is something we had a lot more time to plan. And when we had that much time to plan, we said we're really going to do it right, and we're going to bring some awesome bands and really represent the awesome locals that have been working really hard around here and some local comics as well and we even had beat poetry um we had rappers we had djs uh, we really tried to showcase as much local talent as we possibly could um it happened at connor's house so connor you want to go on a little bit more about that uh yeah i mean we we prepped pretty handily for about eight hours beforehand like the day before and the day of um we bought what 300 wristbands and we ran out by 9 p.m wow um so we had at least three or four hundred people in and out of the house throughout the entire day for all the bands, um, and we walked around stressed the entire time, waiting something for something to go wrong, and literally nothing went wrong. That's great. It was the perfect day. It was all we could have asked for. So good, good, good. So are you already then like putting the gears and putting the planes together for Focella Three? <laughs> I want to do a fall cella. He wants a fall cella. You heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, on the radar exclusive, there will be a Falchella in, in some kind of aspect. We're not sure how big. Tour with Falchella. That's a possibility. Yes, I heard you guys were doing a, a big run of shows within the area, so that's uh, yeah. Really cool. we, we're doing. Uh, we were lucky enough to get put on a Deutschland Music Festival in Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. So we're going to go do that. Um, we've got some house shows along with that. We've got some hometown shows. We got some shows in Columbus. Um, we're just we just really want to go out there and share our music with people and. Uh, I think the people in uh, the local area really like us, and I really want to bring that to more people. And it seems like you guys are really uh, uh, picking up steam with everything with the American Spirit, so very excited for a lot of stuff. So, album, F- Falchella, what else is on the horizon for American Spirits that you're willing to share? we got to make a decision in like a year if we're going to move or stay or stay in Bowling Green and move. He's not re-signing a lease, moving. so we're moving somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we have... In the short term, 
Um, we have two new short. We have two new T-shirt designs. We're gonna have a run of cassettes. Um, there might be a run of CDs. This is a whole new run of merch for this tour. Um, that'll be our third T-shirt design. So um, I think it's really cool that we're um, using local artists. Um, we had Taylor Wilkes, who's a good friend of ours, um, do a lot of our local art. Um, but we actually outsourced this design from a, a designer in California that uh, Bales, our bass player, really, really likes and respects. But we had local artists uh, Mark Metzger and Screen and Fever make these shirts. Oh, I love Screech and Fever. So we're really excited to put out our music, put out our new merch, and get our get our music out to the rest of the world instead of just Northwest Ohio. I love it. I love it. Anything else you guys want to add? Um... Come see us at Howard's July 27th yeah. for our yeah. next in-town show after today. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening to On the Radar Podcast. In the middle of all of the musicians, I got a moment to talk to my good friend, Chad Schultz, uh, the founder, the the curator, uh, the provider of his business, Crutchware. He was also a sponsor selling and slinging 419 merch. A man that waves the flag for our city, born and raised in Toledo. Just such a phenomenal dude. I have been, I've known him for a good few years now. Always impressed by his work ethic. Always love the support he does for music. And he talked to us a little bit about some of the ideas and what Toledo music and the Toledo music scene and just Toledo all in general means to him. The talent around this area is just, it's amazing. Um... I've heard from many people that other than Nashville, this is the best place you're going to find this much talent on any given night. And that's bold because Nashville is like the, it's one of the big cities for music. It is, but there's every, almost every night of the week you can find so much talent in Toledo. Uh, Whether it's an open mic or just a solo act, a band, Anything. It's just, it's amazing how much talent you can find around, around Toledo. It's absolutely true, and you sling some very fine merch when it comes to shirts, when it comes to, you know, uh, wristbands, when it comes to koozies. What kind of gives you some of the, the idea behind what you want to end up making prints and making shirts of, like? What do you search for in a design? Like, what do you look for? What do you? Who do you collaborate? Like, what's some of the the ideas that go through your head to put something out there that people will like? I mean, it's, it's all either Toledo or music related. Uh, I'm trying to represent every instrument as far as bands go. I have the drum, the drum shirt, the guitar pick. Uh, the support local music, uh, the mixtape, the DJ, the DJ. Uh, I, I, I'm probably going to have a some sort of microphone uh, shirt at some point. So, just I'm just trying to represent uh, Toledo and and music in general. Like, I love this town. Born and raised here my whole life. The music scene here is just amazing the, the talent here you can't find it really anywhere else when it comes to the arts it's definitely this area that that seems to get crossed over because of everything but we got a lot of great men and women doing some great things around here um 
what's what's some of the things you're you have in the in the in the pipe right now that you're working on? Of course, you've already mentioned part of it. Um, you have a variety of shirts, some with you know featuring the skyline, music, you know, a lot of great things. And we can find you almost anywhere downtown, especially with your wife's band, no, Noisy Neighbors. Uh, but you are out and about always when it comes to a big act. So what's coming up in the pipeline for Crutchware? Uh, I had a couple things in mind. I'm just not. It, I keep bouncing around to see if they'll work or not. I thought about magnets and a few other things. Uh, you recently did an enamel pin with our friends over at Stupid Rad Merch Company, which is always fun. Yes, they they, they did a great job. Uh, did an amazing job. I highly recommend them. Um, I also highly recommend uh, printing out Lark, who, who who do all of my shirts. And I have stickers done by another company, but they actually have, like, they get them done for me. Um, they do a great job. I've had multiple bands work with them, and they're all extremely happy with them, including, like, Andrew Ellis and other, other multiple uh, bands. So... If you need shirts done, I really highly recommend printing on a lark. Uh, but other than that, like just 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 trying to figure out what's going to work with the community, and uh, definitely like trying to get a few different shirts done. Just if you ever have any, if anybody ever has anything in mind as far as like a shirt idea, contact me through through Crutchware on Facebook. Or at crutchware at yahoo.com. If it's a if the shirt idea that will work, I will hook you up with shirts. Awesome, Chad. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying yourself today and you're staying cool. So thank you for talking with us. It's definitely a, a warm night in here, <laughs> but you know it's, it's it's been a great night so far. Uh, all the local bands have, have killed it. Um, everybody's dealing with the warmth uh, inside and out. Really looking forward to Helmand. Uh, I haven't seen him yet, so. Have you, have you gotten a favorite so far that you've seen that's, that you've kind of like been blown away about? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, you know what? Like, Rover. Rover, honestly, like, uh, very different, but very good. It's different in a good way. Every song they did was very, very different, and like they kind of kept you on your toes what they were going to do next. So I've seen Dean perform with uh, Mindfish and Secret Space, but this was different than I've ever seen them before. So it it was very entertaining, and yeah, it was like hands down that was probably the the most entertaining thing I've seen so far, and and the most interested I've been. So it, it was good to get away from my table and actually, it, it, it's tough to actually get away from my table and see different bands, but yeah, they, they peak my interest the most. Awesome, man. Anything else you want to add? Uh, just check out my Facebook page. It's Crutchware at, on Facebook. Um, I'm hopefully going to have a new website coming soon, and you should be able to order off of that. It's, it, it's in the works. It's just going to take some time. Other than that, just, just check out check out me on Facebook, and uh, we can always meet up because I always have everything in stock, and I 
definitely have new stuff coming out soon. But every for every 100 likes I do on Facebook, I do a giveaway, and it's usually a pretty big giveaway. It's about three to four hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, some good stuff. Giveaway. I've won one of those before. Those are those are very impressive. So, and, and I actually have one come up soon. I have a few more likes before I get to twenty five hundred. So, you know, definitely definitely click uh, click the like on it. We just yeah, crossed three hundred, and we're like, yeah, go on. So you got twenty five hundred. So it's it's it's, <laughs> it's been a lot of work. Trust me. It's, it's oh, I'm sure this is uh, yeah. It's it's. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of love too. It's I love Toledo and I love the local music scene. There's nothing better, and I love you, man. I love you too, brother. <laughs> Thanks, man. One of the acts that was featured on the On the Radar podcast party room stage was Red Fan. Uh, a bunch of guys that are making some waves around here. Very interesting. They are still new out of the gate, but have already gained such a heavy following in Red Fan. Can't wait to see what more this indie rock group has. What's up? We're Red Fan. My name's Eric. I'm kind of like the lead singer bass player, and uh, we're going to be playing some songs off our first album. Uh, my name is Tyler, and I play guitar and do some weird backing vocal shads. <laughs> nice, I like it. How long have you guys been together? Uh, like a year exactly. Oh, wow. So, uh, happy anniversary? Yeah, we've kind of been playing on and off since high school, but like different groups. But the three of us together, we're like officially a year. Yeah, Where's your third guy? He's, uh, he's shy. He's shy? He's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I don't I don't bite hard, but it's all right. He's yeah. pretty cool. Right on. Uh, so... What do you like uh, about uh, uh, playing music around here? We just love playing the music. We, uh, we try to do all our own songs, and we just enjoy playing. We enjoy, if anybody enjoys it, even one person, like, that's all that matters. It's just the experience. Also, where did the name Red Fan come from? That was totally random. We were just <laughs> spouting off stuff, and somebody just said it, combination of two short words, and it's like, that, that's catchy enough. It's different, uh, for sure. I mean... People ask Red Fan, we have to like clarify that's all capital letters and all one word. <laughs> so they're like, oh, that's different. And we're like, yeah, that's what we're trying to be. It's hard to name things, and also it's hard to be different. Uh, what, what sets you guys off uh, from the rest? I think uh, some people have mentioned this before. We, like, you can tell that we're three best friends up there. I think we got good chemistry together. And I think you can tell that we love doing it. And uh, we're doing it for the music, not for the money or whatever. Yeah, piggyback, piggybacking off what he said, we've been best friends for a good 20, 23 years between us. I mean, so it, a lot of chemistry there. And then we're trying to make our music sound a little different than what most uh, vocal Toledo is playing. Not saying anything's bad, but, like, I, play, I go to all sorts of shows around here, and Red Fan is for sure different than what most bands are probably playing right now. Very excited. So with one year underneath your, your, your belt, uh, what's coming up with Red Fan? You got an album out? Are you working on an album? What's going on? We're almost done with our first album. We got like one more song to get down pat, and then we're going to find someone to record it, put it out there. We think it's going to be pretty cool. Awesome, man. So very excited for a little funky, fresh tunes here uh, for, uh, for today for Toledo Music Fest. Stay cool out there. And uh, if they want to get in touch with Red Fan, how do we do so? Uh, right now, it's our Facebook page, R-E-D-F-A-N. You can find us on there. That's all we got so far, but website might be to come. Yeah. Probably one of the best names 
on Toledo Music and the Toledo Music Fest is the Ice Cream Militia. I absolutely adore these kids. Reggae rock with a little bit of like classic feel to it. These kids know how to party, have fun with their music, and they're doing it really well. Their stage presence is very fun. They have a lot of interesting ideas, and all of them know how to pull off Hawaiian shirts very well. I talked to two of the members, uh, and they gave me kind of a history and what their plans are for the future. And I also drop a little tidbit on what they should do for a tour. Ice Cream Militia has just been going strong for the past two years now. We've been breaking into the Toledo music scene. Luckily, the Toledo music scene is so freaking amazing, so supportive, that we just fit right in at home. We were really worried coming into the scene with a little bit softer vibe than a lot of the bands that are coming around these days. But everyone opened up their arms for us, and it's just been a good time ever since. We look soft served, but we're really not. <laughs> All the dairy. When are you going to do a tour? Of just going to ice cream shots across North Dude, didn't you talk about Midwest. that one yes, time? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's like come up in conversation, but like it's just a matter of just doing like, it. You need to like call the ice cream shots. Like, hey, we're no, a band. Dude, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And I'll give you credit. It's just a matter of doing. Yeah. Like, we've been talking about t shirts for four months, but we're like, where are they? I don't know. So we're getting on that. We're working on it. I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, give us a little bit of vibe. Like, what you, you said softer vibe. But what what do you mean by that? Because I, I mean I've listened to the your your whole album chocolate what, chocolate covered nonsense nonsense. 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 I wanted to say craziness. I couldn't <laughs> think of it off the top of my head. Maybe I should have done notes before I started this interview. But uh, chocolate covered nonsense. Uh, you say softer vibe, but yet it's really still upbeat and very like kind of feels like a party anthem band. Absolutely. Uh, well, what I mean by softer vibe is definitely lighter guitar tones, a lot more reverb and kind of encompassing that sort of aspect of things. Uh, we still get dirty. Tanner will be the first one to tell Dan, you. It's the, Tanner's the first one to get dirty. You're not wrong. No. <laughs> we all have different mus- musical influences. I have more of a reggae background. Tanner's got a very like 80s metal aspect to it. Uh, he's got some thrash metal in there as well. So we all just come and it's been just this gigantic melting pot. I think that definitely attributes to our success a lot. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of bands say, uh, you know, they like they like certain bands and they try and mesh it, but they really don't. Well, I'm not hating on them, but it's like we try hardest to uh, take all of our influences because, like Jake pretty much said, all five of us, although we have cohesive bands we do love, we're vastly different in many ways. So it's like let's like legitimately combine that into something that'll blow Ben and Jerry's mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every every ice cream button you can think of tonight has been said, and I love it. Uh, you guys have been actually a bigger following as of late outside of Toledo. is in Akron, which is actually in my hometown. Yes. You, have you hit up a Swenson's yet? Swenson's, you said? Yes. No. Yes. Wait, was that the sub shop? No, it was the burger. It's, a, it's yeah, like a drive-in Jake, burger shop. Yeah, Jake and I we went to uh, Cool and the Gang at Lock Three back oh, in like yes. Labor Day weekend. So not not as a militia, but like it was just a. Uh, a bro weekend trip Jake and I had. Dude, it was awesome. Here's the thing. So if you guys don't know what Swenson's is, the the guys just kind of like run the food out to you. We were nervous because it was raining out. And I was afraid like one of these was going to slip on the pavement and I'm going to be like, dude, my burger. But it was all good. 
We appreciate your recommendation. It was dope. It was awesome. It's probably the only good things that are coming out of Akron right now. However, I will say that the radio program out of uh, WZIP uh, and uh, 881, I believe I want to say it's at the very low end of the dial. Uh, they, they do some good stuff. I remember listening to them at one of my first jobs, um, and they, 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 they've been working well. But yeah. you've gained a really big popularity down in Akron, which is great. So what is coming up for the militia as you spread your dairy goodness across the Midwest? Um, well, this is our last show of June. Next month is July, so on the 21st, we're, we're back here at Civic for uh, the Best of the Best finals. Uh, that's, a dope, that's a dope live as well, so... Honestly, like whoever wins, it's a good show. We're excited. Uh, we are looking to get into the Columbus area uh, late July, early August. Details pending, but other than that, probably just gonna, you know, write, get T-shirts, and uh, just prepare for the second half of this uh, incredible year that is 2018 for sure. We've uh, also just implemented for if you select shows a five-piece additive to the ice cream militia called the Push Pops. <laughs> okay, so what, so so what is the Push Pops? We have uh, four brass members. We got a sousaphone, two trumpets, a trombone. Wow. Then we have an auxiliary percussionist that's been tackling a lot of different African uh, percussion instruments to add into our reggae vibes, you know? Wow, so you're taking like kind of the classical, like the classical instruments and putting them into yeah. modern music, which I always enjoy seeing. Yeah, well, we, growing up, we've always loved bands like, you know, the Commodores, Stevie Wonder, Cool and the Gang, Chicago, you know, implementing all these like brass instruments, extra percussion. And it was Jake's idea, basically like, we, have, we know all these talented, you know, wind players and percussion players. Let's do a show together. And it was honestly like, it was a couple months worth of work, but it was one of the funnest shows we ever did. We, we still geek about it, and, you know, definitely a once in a lifetime thing. I've never done it, it was awesome. I can't wait to see more from you guys from the Ice Cream Militia. If they want to get in touch with you, how do we do so? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat every once in a while. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel, we need to update it, but we are on YouTube. Uh, but pretty much, go to whatever platform, search The Ice Cream Militia. We'll be right there waiting for you to smash that like button. Yes, and on top of that, we have uh, Talking Cover Nonsense available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, Amazon, and Deezer. Shout out to Deezer. Deezer? <laughs> That's still a thing? It's, it's somewhere from, well, is it, I didn't know it was a thing, but um, I guess it was like based in Europe, but we're on Deezer, so heck yeah, shout out. So, so Deezer, and then maybe next stop, Tidal? That still thing? Who knows? Nah, well, it would be Napster, but Laura's already kind of messed that up for all of us. <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much for talking with me. Absolutely. Thanks thank you so much. Man. Last artist I'm going to feature on this episode of the On the Radar podcast is hip-hopper, lyricist, Jamie Baumgartner, very talented dude, very supportive of a lot of things, Toledo and Toledo music, and he killed it also on the On The Radar Party Room podcast stage. Very excited for him today. He sat down and talked to us. The longest interview of this podcast, 10 minutes, uh, but he had a lot to say, and he talked about some of uh, his passion, where he write, why he writes about some of the things he raps about, and of course, one of the things that struck a chord with me, uh, his love and his passion 
passion and the will of his grandfather that inspired him to do the music he does. Yeah, so the, the hip-hop that really spoke to me and that I fell in love with was really from a, from an era gone by. Right. You know, it's not not the uh, the current landscape of hip-hop uh, with a lot of the... A lot of the trap music, which which I don't mind trap instrumentation. Trap, mumble, yeah, things of, like that. A lot of times kind of shitty lyrics are associated yes. with trap music, yes. you know. So I was definitely inspired by kind of the golden era of hip-hop. Right. Um, actually, when I was super, super young, like before I could even walk and talk, my brother, who happens to be 11 years older than me, I, I think I was maybe an accident, but my, <laughs> my brother had gotten into DJing. Um, and this was around the time of uh, the beginning of Def Jam, the Beastie Boys. So, like, in the heyday in, of, in, like, hip-hop in the 90s. Yeah, in the real heyday. Um, he had gotten into DJing, and like I said, before I could even really walk and talk, I fell in love with the hip-hop that he played, you know, from the Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, Public Enemy, really just fell in love with it. And I think that, I think that way back then, even before it was really a conscious thought, I think that subconsciously, seeing the Beastie Boys, seeing people that, you know, looked like me um, do it, kind of planted the seed that it was something that I might be able to do, you know, and then as I as I grew older, I really got into lyricism and lyrical artists, you know, the Nas and the Jay-Zs, and, and I found that, you know, the feelings and the thoughts that I had that I wanted to express, you know, this was a, a phenomenally expressive, really dope medium for me to be able to do that. So in high school, I really started writing. I, I figured out that I had a real talent for writing. And then after high school, actually when my grandfather passed away and I was kind of faced with my own mortality and what I really wanted to do, that's when I really decided to go for broke and kind of put my love of, of music and my passion for music together with my talent for writing. And, and that's kind of how it all came together. I'm glad you said something about your grandfather because I noticed that in a lot of your songs you, you talk about it. And my grandfather was a big influence in my life, and I lost him about close to two years ago. So, And that, that still, to this day, has devastated me in a lot of ways and, and, and made, made me uh, keep my eyes open on, on a lot. He was really big into music, really big into um, radio himself and uh, like some of that those same paths I've taken in my life not not because he necessarily did it but because it's what spoke to me the, the biggest um, your grandfather what what inspired you from him like what did he instill in you what did he do that just blew you away that made him almost like an idol of yours yeah I mean um, you know I'll try and be concise you know and I'll try and I'll try and kind of summarize it because he was just a larger-than-life figure to me. He was a legendary figure to me. I mean, from as far back as I can remember, from as far back as I have conscious memories, he just, he was always um, a sincere, genuine, happy, fun-loving, outgoing guy. Always made you feel special when he saw you, you know, like you were the most important person in the room. Yeah. And I've really, I've taken so much from, from him but like I said, it's hard for me to even summarize. Like one of the things that comes to mind um, at the end, uh, a lyric at the end of one of my songs that I'm going to be performing here tonight, um, I say, you know, it's like I inherited his will in his will. Yeah. Almost like, you know, aside from anything that um, I inherited in his actual will as far as material possessions, it's like I inherited his 
iron will to do what he wanted to do and to do what he was passionate about. You know what I mean? So part of the reason that I say when he passed away, that was part of the inspiration for me to go to go for broke. Not only was I faced with my own mortality, but thinking about him and his life and how he lived such a full life with no regrets. He went for broke. And he chased his dream, he chased his passion, he made a name for himself in the city, um, and that really inspired me to try and do the same. You got a handful of albums out right now where you listen to music at, uh, special uh, streaming services and things like that. Name them for us. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I listen to the, the more popular streaming services, you know, Spotify, iTunes um, is where I listen to music. Now, interestingly, um, I'm going to be releasing a new single toward the end of... Uh, July uh, called Pure Imagination, where I kind of lament iTunes a little bit from the standpoint that, um, you know, I, I think I say in the song, I used to make mixtape playlists with the one thing iTunes hasn't simulated, right. heart. I was so proud of my creations, I thought I was the one on those radio stations. So I love the streaming services. Um, I also love you know, vinyl and CDs. I'm still from the old school to the point where I love having the physical copy and the artwork and something to hold on to and something to read. Um, but as far as artists, just I guess a little uh, Escape Artist Music plug, um, my Escape Artist Music brother, uh, Rain Wilder, I've been in the studio with him over the last couple months. He's been working on his new project, which is absolutely phenomenal, called Self Help. Um, and that will be releasing on iTunes and Spotify real soon, uh, July 13th. So everybody, make sure make sure you go out and cop that. It's interesting you mention him because we're, our next episode will be featuring him and Self Help, and we're going to get dive right into uh, that world and his mindset. So it's very excited to see both you and Rain, you know, doing it up in an era of town and uh, and uh, and basically an era of genre of music that seems to be the idea of the lyrics. Is, is far and few between, especially now with, when we talk about hip-hop, like we mentioned before. Um, what do you, do you expect uh, in the upcoming couple of years? What, what are some of your goals? What do you want to see with the Jamie Baumgartner brand, Escape Music, and all of that? Well, that's, that's a great question, and I honestly, I couldn't be more excited about the future. Um, that, that single I'm going to be releasing at the end of July is kind of like a current events stream of consciousness type of a, a lyrical um, rant, if you will. And, you know, one of the things that I say in that song is, you know, I never thought my future would be brighter than the sun. And, and I really mean that. Um, I'm at a place where, you know, the top of the year, um, I was named the best hip-hop artist in Toledo by the Toledo City yes, Paper. congratulations which, on that. Thank you, which was a, a great honor. And then shortly after that, um, I released my first major music video called Illusion, which, at least on a local level, kind of went viral overnight, did really, really well. And since then, um, I've been fortunate enough to leave my 9-to-5 job behind, and I'm pursuing music full-time right now. Good so, for you. That's a big risk, but also, you know, big risk, big reward. And good for you for doing that. Exactly. Thank you. So, yeah, that's a, a huge step for me. Uh, big risk, big reward, but um, I'm really, you know, I really feel like sky is the limit in the next couple of years. Um, I've been writing feverishly on my next project, which is not immediately impending, but it is down the pipeline. Uh, the tentative title for that is Unreasonable Doubt. 
So I've been writing feverishly on that, uh, and it's coming together really, really well. But like I said, I've left my 9 to 5 behind. I'm pursuing music full time right now. So I really feel like for myself, for Rain, and for Escape Artist Music as a label, you know, we're really going to try and make it do what it do here in the next couple of years. And I feel like the sky's the limit for us. I can't wait for more. Go ahead and uh, tell us where we can follow you if we want to find out more about Jamie Baumgartner. Absolutely. So now, um, you know, as of 2018, you can hit me up and find me basically everywhere. I mean, you can find me on uh, facebook.com backslash jamie.bumgartner18, or you can find my my Facebook music page, Jamie Bumgartner. You can hit me up on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Jamie Bumgartner, the most recent project that's out on all the streaming services. It's called Beyond Your Comprehension, which has really gotten, you know, really good reviews and some critical acclaim. So, yeah, uh, by, by all means, hit me up and, and check that out. Anything else you want to add? You know, just uh, just appreciate you, Peapod, doing what you do. Great to always, you know, sit down and chop it up with you. I absolutely love the passion that you have for not only music as a whole, but for our scene and what we do as artists here in Toledo. Um, and yeah, Escape Artist Music 2018, Jamie Bumgartner and Rain Wilder. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the On The Radar podcast. A little bit different this time around. Not many performances, but hey, please go support these great artists and so much more. We will catch you, of course. Coming up, we have Rain Wilder. We're going to dissect his brand new album that he's debuting on the podcast entitled self Help. He has chosen us to debut this full album. We will show off the entire album. We are going to dissect it. We're going to talk about it. And we're also going to bring up some of the other things that help inspire such such a passionate album that it, this, it brought the man to tears, which is always what I love to see. Of course, you can follow this podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, facebook.com slash on the radar PC, twitter.com slash at on the radar PC Instagram. It's on the radar podcast. Of course, you can email us at on the radar podcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, tune in, iHeartRadio. Well, of course we're part of the echo network out of Detroit, Michigan. Thanks so much for another great episode of the on the radar podcast. Oh.